Hey everyone, David Kern here. Just wanted to let you know that this episode of The Daily Poem is sponsored by an exciting new book from the Circe Press. It's called Legends of the Round Table. If you love Arthuriana, you know how hard it can be to find accessible, child-friendly collections of your favorite tales. A few years ago, Circe set out to make just such a collection so you don't have to. They took the most loved tales in the most beautiful language and added discussion questions to enable read-alouds or personal contemplation. Grab your copy of this beautiful collection of Arthurian tales for all ages to bring chivalry, valor, and feasting into your home this summer. Learn more about it on their website, circeinstitute.org books, or by clicking the link in the show notes. And with that, here's today's episode. Welcome back to The Daily Poem, a podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm David Kern, and today is Tuesday, June 6th, 2023. Today's poem is by Robert Haas, an American poet. He served as Poet Laureate of the U.S. from 95 to 97. He won the 2007 National Book Award, and he shared the 2008 Pulitzer Prize for his collection, Time and Materials, Poems, 1997 to 2005. And he was also awarded the Wallace Stevens Award from the Academy of American Poets in 2014. So in short... Haas is one of the more consequential poets of the last several decades in American uh, letters. And the poem that I'm going to read today is called The Failure of Buffalo to Levitate. I will read it once and then offer a few comments and then read it one more time, as is our custom here on the Daily Poem. So here is The Failure of Buffalo to Levitate. Millard Fillmore died here. His round body is weighted by marble angels. He lies among the great orators of the Iroquois. Paint does not arrest the trade book houses in their elegant decay. They peel like lizards in the dying avenues of elm. Gentle enough, night drifts above the yellow bursts of aspen in the park. Something innocent and reptilian suffers here, cumbrously. The souls of the wives of robber barons are imprisoned in the chandeliers. This poem was published in 1969 in Poetry Magazine. So it's occurring to me now that he was only, oh, 28 or so when this poem was published. He's 82 now. He's born in 1941. So he, it just goes to show uh, the the uh, the length and uh, breadth and quality of Robert Haas's career. This poem is noticeable at first for its it's the title, right? The failure of Buffalo to levitate is a humorous, eye-catching title. You assume you're going to be reading something sort of wry, maybe even a little bit uh, ironic. And in a way, this poem certainly is that. But then the first line brings you out of what you think that title is going to be. It sort of recontextualizes it, right? The failure of Buffalo to levitate makes you, brings to mind the idea of, well, the animal, a bison, trying to float or levitate or fly. But then in the first line, we're told that Millard Fillmore died here. So he recontextualizes it. He puts us in a specific place, that here being Buffalo, New York. That's where Millard Fillmore died. His round body is weighted by marble angels. So, you know, 
angels, of course, being something that perhaps whisk you off to heaven, but also that perhaps stand guard at your, at your tomb, at your mausoleum, at your final resting place. And then he returns us back to an older version of the word buffalo, I think, by bringing, bringing back the Iroquois, the great orators of the Iroquois. He lies among the great orators of the Iroquois, Millard Fillmore does. The Iroquois being a tribe that lived in, uh, in New York, in western New York, I believe, uh, the upstate area. My understanding of the Iroquois, which is very limited, is that they were a pretty socially, uh, like politically advanced group. There were a number of tribes in that area that up to the American Revolution had formed like, like a treaty of sorts, and they worked together. Um, they were not uh, nomadic in the way that the, say the Sioux were, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and they were a very, um, advanced linguistically as well. Now, again, this is, I don't, I don't know a lot about this. So this is worth, you know, an internet deep dive if you like, but I think even if you don't know a lot about the Iroquois, you can appreciate what this poem is doing because I love the way it plays with our expectations for terms like Buffalo or, the notion of levitation or angels, you know, all these different images and words are connected from the first line to the last line. You've got the wives of robber barons are imprisoned in the chandelier. So are they levitating? Are they the ones that are levitating? Um, are, but their souls are imprisoned because they were connected to the robber barons who stole from the Iroquois. Um, and ultimately it's a poem that in that final ending echoes a sort of hauntedness that is, throughout it. We have the, the trade book houses and their elegant decay, which peel like lizards in the dying avenues of elm. And night drifts above the yellow bursts of aspen in the park as something innocent and reptilian suffers here cumbrously. Cumbrous being a word that you use to describe something that is uh, hard to handle, you know, largely because it's, it's, well, it's large, its size or weight makes it difficult to handle, which of course will buffalo would be um and i think what works about this poem is that it's still haunting even if i don't know a lot about what he's alluding to the history say i don't know a lot about millard fillmore to be honest only a little bit that he was a complicated guy that had a complicated presidency it was some at best complicated uh views living during a complicated time. <laughs> um, I don't know a lot about the Iroquois. I don't know a lot about um, the evolving nature of Buffalo as a city or even who the robber barons might particularly be uh, referring to. And yet the poem works as a moody uh, bit of existential dread almost uh, as, a, as an ode to uh, complicated history, as an ode to um, people who have, who have suffered to history that has been lost in at the expense of history that has been retained. All of those things are hovering over the poem, I think, and so much more. And even though I don't know the specifics, as with so many great poems, there is a specificity that is felt. And that feeling is what gives the poem so much pathos. Uh, so I'll... Um, so it's the kind of poem that makes me want to to dig a little bit deeper, to learn a little bit more but also just to kind of hang out with it. So with that in mind, I will read it one more time. Here is Robert Haas's The Failure of Buffalo to Levitate. Millard Fillmore died here. His round body is weighted by marble angels. He lies among the great orators of the Iroquois.
paint does not arrest the trade book houses in their elegant decay. They peel like lizards in the dying avenues of elm. Gentle enough, night drifts above the yellow bursts of aspen in the park. Something innocent and reptilian suffers here cumbrously. The souls of the wives of robber barons are imprisoned in the chandeliers. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. Be back tomorrow with another poem for you. To listen to past episodes or to support this show, please visit dailypoempod.substack.com or click the link in the show notes. On behalf of our whole team at Goldberry Studios, I'm David Kern. Until next time, happy reading.